we pray. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we continue to give you permission to do what you desire. We ask that you would make our minds, our hearts, and our souls fertile soil, that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate for us with the gift of faith, the scriptures, convict and console our hearts, speak for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So the Lord has been a little bit on a, on a, on a roll here these last few Sundays, huh? The nice hard sayings of the Lord, St. Luke kind of like piles them up in a certain sections and sticks a number of them together like all right guys you got to know Jesus we trust him a little bit now we're going to give you like a lot of the hard things that he's saying so today what is the Lord saying right he's talking about the conditions of discipleship to believe in Jesus to be his disciple he's laying down some of these conditions and for us, maybe this, this first one, I mean, all of them are hard, but maybe this first one can be the one, like, how can he say that? Right, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Like, did that guy read the Ten Commandments? Did he read the Ten Commandments? Like, what's going on? He continues down here, up. if you need to carry your own cross. Again, for us, we've kind of, in appropriate way sometimes, but losing the context, like spiritualize that. But he's like, yeah, if, if you will not be executed publicly by the Romans, then you cannot follow me. Uh, okay, well, maybe I don't want to follow you. <laughs> and it continues on, if you now renounce all your possessions. So what is, what is the Lord saying here? He's speaking hyperbolically to make a point. Of course, he doesn't want us to hate our parents or to hate our spouses. I mean, it's part of the commandments. He says to honor our father and mother. But he's seeking to make a point. And so what's supposed to happen here is that particularly the people who are listening to him then and us now is like, who is this guy? And how can he say that? But Jesus asked the, his his. Apostles, right? Who do people say that I am? How are people understanding who I am? Because he knows this is a fundamental question. Who do people say that I am? Some people say you're Moses, some Elijah, one of the prophets, you're a rabbi. They go, who do you say that I am? Because many people thought Jesus to be another prophet. It taught him to be a powerful rabbi. But who was he? And so they're asking this question, like, who does, who does this guy think he is? God? Like, that's really, when, when he lays down these conditions, who does this guy think he is? God? And the answer is yes. Because he is God. So that's where the Lord has been 
preaching, you know, from this baptism, he's been preaching, he's been healing, he's been calling people to follow him and all of this. And so people are coming and he's letting them know, I'm not another prophet. I'm not another rabbi. I am the word made flesh. I am God himself. So that first commandment, the first commandment, that there is only one God and only him shall you worship. This is what this is all about. This is what this is all about, that everything in our life has to flow from the fundamental thing. Nothing can be more important than belief and worship and being in communion and loving our God. Nothing. Not even the familial relationship. And we, we preached this psalm, we, we, we talked about this, because uh, this got, similar gospel had come up not long ago. And so we just, the Jesus is just bringing us back. The church is just bringing us back to this again. And if we understand this, so who Jesus is, again, it changes everything. Because if he is God, then all the things that he commands us to do, all the ways in which he calls us to live our life, it's not just a nice suggestion. It's not just a suggestion. He's not one of many wonderful teachers out there speaking some wisdom. He is the Lord himself, the word made flesh. So if there's ever been something in the gospel or, in, or as the church continues to mine the revelation of God and the teaching of the church and you're like, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. Who do you think you are? He's the Lord. How can you ask me to live like this? How can you say this about marriage? How can you say this about sexuality? How can you say this about possessions? What does it mean to, to love my enemies? What, like, who do you think you are? He is the Lord. Who so today... It's just another invitation for us. What do we really believe about Jesus? Like, really? And is everything in our life ordered to the fact that He is the Lord and we want to worship Him? Challenge for me, myself as well. Very much so. And so as we approach the Lord in this way, we understand okay, he is like God, that he, no, he is God himself. What does that mean? What kind of God is like, okay, well, then he says, if you love me, then keep my commandments. All of them. And then we look at ourselves and we think, I, I, I clearly have not done that. I find it difficult to look forward and to think that I am going to do that. And where do I go from here? Then what kind of God is this that is asking us to keep his commandments? Satan, the enemy, would like us to believe that he is some form of tyrant who is just asking us, hey, hear the rules, follow them, or like you're going to be kicked out. Let us be really honest and have a sober reality that sin is real and sin has real consequences, but... Jesus reveals to us the heart of God as a loving Father. 
as one while we were in the midst and bound, right, by the powers of sin and death, that he has come to die for us and to set us free. So the movement of our hearts today then is, who do we really believe Jesus is that he's asking these things of me? He is the Lord. Do I believe that? And if he is the Lord, then he has owed everything in my life complete, total trust, surrender, and faith in Him. I want to invite you. Uh, we had our leadership retreat recently with uh, our student leaders. There was probably 80 of them. We were on retreat together. And Father John Ricardo and his team from Acts 29, maybe you've heard of them, they came and they gave us what they're calling the Rescue Project Retreat. And it's just a, a powerful proclamation of the gospel again of going back and reaching deep into the scriptures and deep into the tradition of the church and laying before us again, kind of in, in deeper strokes, what the gospel is, who the Lord is. And they've just posted all of these talks for free online. So I want you, again, we're asking ourselves the question, who is the Lord and what does that mean for my life? What does that mean for the rest of the, like how I view the rest of the world? They go on their website it's rescueproject.us. If you type in the rescue project or something, you might find something about saving puppies. Um, but it's rescueproject.us. Rescueproject.us. I just can't encourage you enough to begin to listen to his talks, to, to ask yourself some of the deeper questions that it comes, and to pray. Lord, open my mind and my heart to see more of who you are and to, to pray for the grace of faith that I will come to believe ever more deeply, ever more, because there's always more, ever more deeply that you are the Lord and then just surrender my life to you in faith and to go wherever you are asking me to go. And Lord, when I sin, to trust that you are merciful and to repent of my sin, to receive forgiveness and to keep moving to keep moving. So who does this guy think he is? He is God. And our one response to him is surrender and faith and trust and worship. Let us do that today and all days. And again, just a strong encouragement to go to rescueproject.us um, to be amazed again, renewed again by the power of the gospel. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.